Welcome to Stuff Central on Cliff Central. I am your brand new host, Craig Rodney from Cerebra. I'm taking uh, Toby Shapshack's place because he's swanning around, uh, swanning around San Francisco at an Intel conference. So, so you guys are going to have to put up with me uh, for the next hour, but it'll be great. I've got some incredible guests. Uh, if you guys are keen to get involved in the show, you can catch us on Twitter at cliffcentral.com, Instagram, Facebook, and WeChat ID are all Cliff Central. And if you want to phone into the show, it's 0861-555-189. So I'd like to introduce our guests for the show today. We have, um, we have two incredible astrophotographers, some of the top astrophotographers in the world, in my in opinion. World, yeah. We've got Corey and Tanya. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you. you very much. And we have, um, we have the rude Australian, uh, Justin Spratt, who, who's the general dog's body at uh, digital agency Quirk. Justin, welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks for having me. Cool. So, so the way, the way we're going to do it, we're going to have some intelligent conversation with Corey and Tanya about <laughs> deep space photography. And then we're going to have some ranting and raving about the iPhone 6, which is the, which is the big news of the week, right? So, um, let's start off on, on the big topic. Uh, Spready, mm. did you did you listen to the to the did you tune in for the Apple uh, webcast? Yes, I did. It was uh, interesting. It was interesting. It's the first uh, meaningful one since uh, Steve has left the planet. So I yeah, I found it interesting. I think there's um, I think the iWatch was a little bit of uh, or the Apple Watch was a little bit of uh, a misfire. But, but which is a contentious statement. A lot of people love it, but um, I yeah, think but the, so a lot of people have written Apple off. They wrote them off with the iPhone, yeah. iPad. Everyone's writing them off with the with the Apple Watch. Yeah. So. Yeah. Listen, I think um, I think for three hundred and fifty dollars, the watch is actually very, 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 very good value, which is not what most people think. Um, if you compare it to other timepieces in that category, it's it's um, it's actually great value. The reality is, it's only one. Uh, it's version one, and uh, it's going to take a while before you can kind of, I think, establish yourself as a product in a space that's typically about style first and foremost. The Swiss precision is also another angle, but it's hidden. It's very much about style, then the precision, and so technology is going to going to have to go into the background for for the Apple Watch to to do significantly well, in my opinion. But Apple had other wins. I mean, uh, the sizes of the the phones. Um, you think they got that right? I think they have. Um, I think so. For me personally, I'm consuming more media on the phone. Uh, I used to defer a lot to my Mac or my iPad. Now I want to consume it on the phone, just for a whole bunch of busyness reasons. And it's hard to consume a lot of video content and a lot of reading on that on the current uh, four-inch uh, iPhone. So now they got a four-point-seven-inch, and I think uh, a five-point-five-inch. Um, sounds like we're talking about appendages, but it, <laughs> it, it is in this case size does matter. And uh, so, and I would think you go for the four-point-seven or the five-point-five? I'm definitely going to go for the four-point-seven. I'm not sure I'm brave enough to go for the big one yet. So I want to challenge you on that, though. And, and listen, you, Antonio, Corey, you guys weigh in because you're both incredibly you're way smarter than Spratty, anyway. Um, <laughs> but um, but it, 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 it's general general kind of consensus now. We don't use our phones to make calls, right? Mm. So if we're not using our phones to make calls, we're using them for web. Mm. Surely, bigger screen is default. How big are your pockets? Well, the, you it's, big enough, it's big enough for the, it, yeah, that's, but it's big enough to fit thing. in a pocket. Yeah, it, it is. The only thing, like with, with my iPhone right now, I, I don't like the size that it is already. Just because if I wear a pair of jeans, it's like tighter, showing off my sweet Yeah, but claws. you can wear a tight pair of jeans. So. I know. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, you do. <laughs> New, newly, no, no, newlyweds, no. we're going to have to, we're going to have to. I'm just saying, you know, it's like you got this big thing in your pocket and it's. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, yeah, it's and, already, uh, already this, a great show. This is not a family. So, show. so you, you, you said you don't like the current size. Is it too big or too small? It, it's, it's too, too thick. thick. Too thick. So, yeah. so, so, but the, the new, the iPhone 6 is a lot thinner. Uh, it's yep. like one millimeter thinner. Okay. One so millimeter. The, the problem is, is we always have to put cases on them though. Yeah. 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 I think, um, one of our buddies, Rich Mulholland's got a, got a, a really cool case. There's this new Kickstarter case. I'll look it up and we'll talk about it later. I think one of the interesting things though is, there's a couple of interesting macroeconomic forces coming in here. One is the, in Korea, the so-called phablet, which is this big six-inch version of the, 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 the mobile phone, is the highest selling mobile phone. More than 50% of smartphones in South Korea have this. South Korea's got the fastest bandwidth in the world. Okay. It's just got the highest concentration of people in the smallest area and they've, they've actually, uh, you know, gone ahead of Japan. So that's kind of interesting because these people who have super high internet and now, as you say, Craig, you're alluding to this bigger device is kind of interesting because now I'm going to consume most of my internet uh, media on this thing. That's why this phablet works. 
for me, though, I think um, if I'm reclining on the couch or on, in my bed, I'll use the iPad or even my Mac still um, because I'm, I need to be more productive there. Uh, and therefore, my second device, if you like, or my primary device has to be something that I can carry with into meetings and, and go on the road. And the phablet size doesn't fit nicely into the pocket. And for me, that's part of my buyer purchase criteria. And so that's not to say it's, it's, it's the wrong size. I suspect it will be the right size. I suspect it will be the biggest seller. And the other thing is China. China now that there's this J curve on, on consumption of phablet type smartphones. So these bigger screens, you see Zomni, you see Huawei, all of these guys are starting to build a bigger, bigger device. The Chinese are loving them. Uh, so I think the Far East is probably going to drive or drive this, this market. For me though, the current iPhone at four inches is just too small. That's what she said. And so um, that 4.7 for me is the midpoint between the phablet and the current one. And I think, listen, I haven't played with it yet, but I think that's going to be the sweet spot for the business type uh, media consumer, if you like. Yeah, because the the interesting thing for me when you look at the bigger iPhone 6 is how that's going to, how it's going to impact on uh, iPad sales more than anything else. Absolutely. Because um, I I know when I got my MacBook Air, Mm. I I ditched the iPad. Mm. I was like, well, it's, it's almost the same thing, right? Um, but again, like I'm, I'm not convinced on the size yet. Where, where I, where I will go, Tanya. I need, I need you to weigh in here. You've been an iPhone user for ages. Are you gonna go to the iPhone six, or are you no. opening up your options? No, I'm. Well, no, I won't open up my options. I won't switch uh, manufacturers. But I don't. At the moment, I don't need to upgrade. I don't. Uh, the usage I get out of my phone and and what I do, it's sufficient. I don't consume as much media as you guys. I think. And, uh, like, yeah, I, I mainly run off my, um, Craig looks at a lot of Mac images Air. online. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and video. And video. <laughs> so, which is, I mean, listen, don't knock it, right? I was talking about naughty. Uh, yeah, no, we knew where you were going, Craig. Um, Justin, you're the only person in here who's wearing a watch, including, including our gorgeous producer. Mm. Um, and so, so, so I know you started talking about mm. the iWatch mm. or the Apple Watch, right? Mm. Um, I have absolutely no concept. Of no. Why you would want to watch? Yeah, what? Like your so, phone? Your phone tells you. The sure. Time? Yeah, I saw a snarky comment online. It's like my phone already has a clock. Yeah, but, but you see, here I think that thing is going to kill society. I think the Apple <laughs> iWatch is going to kill society even more because as we're sitting in here, we've all got our phones on the table. Every ten seconds, we're looking at our phones, and it's killing the conversation. Not really. Because someone, we're someone drew a picture. I saw they posted a picture where they took a cokey and they drew. A watch, a pokey watch on their wrist, and it just said, you have email. And it said, this is the only thing your Apple Watch is going to do. It's just going to tell you yeah. something that you already know. Yeah. Like, you have email. Like, well, you, so- you already know, but it's also going to, you're going to be able to flip through it and, like, look at the notification. So it's cool. It's great technology, but it's, mm. uh, in my opinion, it's just going to like, so, so, so good luck going out to dinner with somebody so, and having an intelligent conversation with them. So there's, there's yeah. a couple of things here. Firstly, um, you guys don't have style. That's why you don't have watches. And that's true. why I'm the only one with a watch. That's very true. Look at these shorts. Um, it's because you're the only oh. one who's whipped around a diary. <laughs> um, so, well, I've, this, this watch is actually very nice. It, it enhances my mating potential. So, um, you know, there, there's a reason for fine, for fine watches. They last lifetimes. They're generational. They've got a great story. It's all about storytelling. The iWatch has, the Apple Watch, sorry, has no story. The, there's a great article by Clay Shirky recently where he's just said, Clay Shirky's this, this great thinker in digital. He's a professor of digital at NYU. And he's just forced, and he's a proponent of the internet. And he's just forced his class to shut down their laptops in his uh, classroom, which is very contentious. It centers around this notification thing because he was very happy for the laptops to be open. But when these notifications came, he realized that, that we as humans have this, um, it's like crack, right? We have this little endorphin rush. Oh, let's see who talked about me. Let's see who sent me an email. So that part of this technology is really shit and it's really disruptive. It makes us think as if we're productive, but it really is just procrastination dressed up. So. This leads to the, the Apple Watch. If you're getting these notifications on your watch, that is just not productive. It's super geeky right now. It's super lame. I actually don't think that's going to be part of the, the Apple Watch going forward. Certainly, if it succeeds, it won't be. It's So so that thing sucks. We're going to see humanity, and humanity is interesting this way. It goes from, you know, swings, the pendulum swings. So we love this stuff, real time, always on. But you're going to see people having digital holidays, digital detox. They're going to they're going to demand that these notifications don't sit on. I've turned my notifications off, so I don't think that is part of the selling proposition. Which is why I think if the Apple Watch succeeds, it has to go into style. Clay Shirky, and I'll finish off here. I know I'm 
talking a lot of shit. Um, Clay Shirky also said technology only gets interesting when it gets social, uh, so, uh, only gets socially interesting when boring. it gets technically boring, right? So for me, the Apple Watch only succeeds when we don't talk about the tech. And so the notifications won't be there. It, it could, it'll probably be there to switch on, but not as a default. And we'll see Apple moving more into the style, re, uh, st- style realm with this. And lastly, they've just had a guy called Mark Newson is one of the leading designers in the world. I mean, Johnny Ive looks up to him, Apple's lead designer. He's an Australian, so clearly he's amazing. Um, he's just joined Apple. He would not have joined Apple to do technology. He does it for design, style, beauty, storytelling. So, um, so, so Tanya, you've got a, I mean, you've got a background in the fitness industry. You, you run a, yeah. a fitness publishing company. Um, and Corey, you're, you're good looking. So, <laughs> so I'm going to just, you two, between the two of well, you, you can handle Greg, this, right? We're not supposed to talk that in public, right? Everyone knows, but everyone, oh, well, everyone knows now. So, but, but, but Tanya, the, the, from a, from a watch perspective. So, so a, a large component of the, of the, the Apple Watch is around this, the wearable tech stuff. But as Justin, speaking to what Justin said about it's not going to be an email notification system, then it brings in this kind of personal, the health, the tracking, yeah. you know, it, it goes down the lines of the Fitbit, the, the, the Nike wristband, whatever, whatever they call it, right? So, so we're moving into that space. I mean, as, as someone who understands the fitness industry, are, have those been successful in the fitness space? What's the adoption like? Um, yeah, well, uh- I think they've been very successful. I want and one. I, yeah. <laughs> no, not the Apple one, but I want, I want a, a, like a watch for running. So I'll, I have one in a drawer. You can have it. Can I? Yeah. I, well, then I, I don't promise you. It. I promise you. I wore it. I, I did it twice. So I, did, I wore it once for a race uh-huh. and, and naturally because like this is the way we operate. I didn't read any of the instructions. So I just arrived, put the watch on and it was a 10K race at the nine kilometer mark. It found the satellite. And then said, "You've done one kilometer, and so it, uh, it went." You can to keep the that one in the drawer. I'm going to get one that works. So well, it, so I so I run with my phone because I did, yeah. I did, I did just today. What ran with my phone? So I always run. Yeah, well, I, mean, I hate it though. It's so big on my arm, man, and I look yeah. like a douchebag. Well, I'm, I'm telling you right run, now, I look like a douchebag. You look with like this phone. Craig, yeah, yeah, I look. <laughs> yeah, but, but but Corey, like you don't have to strap it to your gun like Rambo, right? You don't. You don't have to put it on the bicep. <laughs> you can just put it in your pocket. Okay. Um. You, well, yeah. You're running shorts have got a back pocket. You run the, no, you run the earphone cable up. I run up. so fast and it hits my junk and it's just not good. <laughs> not, not the front pocket. <laughs> put it in the back pocket, back pocket. bud. <laughs> so, so again, I, I got, I got one of the, I got a, a Nike, whatever, blah, 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 risky yeah, watch yeah. thingy. Oh, and, mm-hmm. um, and it, 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 it could not deliver anything better than a, a running app like Runtastic. Yeah, yeah. Right. And you're completely right. However, the, the current watch that I want, does heart rate, which I'm pretty sure the Apple iWatch does as well. Yeah, it what it, Yeah, it does heart rate and all the distance and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's really cool. But you know, while while I've got the mic, while I've got the floor, I would like to to um, make sure that everyone knows that Apple did not invent this watch. They took the idea from something called the Pebble, which was invented like by a guy on Kickstarter about two or three years ago. Okay, and it's amazing. One of my friends bought it. It's really cool. It does uh, all the notifications via Bluetooth, just like the iWatch. But what Apple did is what Apple does really well, is they took that pebble, they appleized it, they made it beautiful, and they made it a little bit more functional, and they made it basically an Apple product, just like they did with the iPhone, they just like they desirable. did with the iPod. They made it sexy. So we'll see if people, you know, actually pick it up. Well, it's kind of, I mean, that's what, what Justin was speaking about with that with that designer guy. What's his name? Yeah. Mark Newson. Yeah, with him, with him going. He's not going there because he wants right. to develop cool tech like the Pebble done. He wants to exactly. make tech usable and he wants to design how people would interact with it, the user face, the, yeah. like, all that kind Sorry, of Sorry, that was my soapbox because I just always get annoyed when people, you know, tell me that Apple invents things and they actually don't. Yeah, but They're just really listen, good Listen, there's a big theme online now about, about uh, straight after the straight after the, the Apple announcement, people were going, so we now have conclusive Proof that Apple no longer leads. Justin, do, actually, you, do you agree I, with agree. that? I'd agree with that. So, <laughs> not in the tech space, they don't. It depends. So you got to define what leads is. I mean, the reality is, Microsoft, um, uh, um, Apple has been a lot like Microsoft. It is a very quick, strong follower with style. Um, Microsoft was a very strong, quick follower with strong economics. Bill Gates is a master. You, you know, you'd be hard pressed to find stuff that Apple invented along the way. This stuff was invented. What happens though, and Steve's genius was in, was in product innovation, was in understanding how to put this stuff together, was in understanding the aesthetic and was it in understanding what the market actually wants. So if you see the intersection of those three things, it's very lucrative. And 
most companies don't know what the market wants. They go and do a whole bunch of market research. By the time it comes in, it's got a systematic bias and it's too late. Steve's genius was in understanding what the market would want before they knew what they want. So I don't think, you know, my, it's contentious, but my, my assertion is that Apple hasn't actually technically led much. Uh, all the way from the mouse and the graphical user interface, which was stolen from a, a, a company called Park, Palo Alto Research Center, all the way through now. So, um, yeah, I don't think it's a technical leader. I think it's a product innovator, product leader. And I think it still is, actually. I mean, you look at their payment service. So they've got Apple Pay that's coming in now, which is extremely interesting from a product innovation point of view. You can't see it. What it's doing is abstracting credit card payment systems um, and, Which and, is really scary because of the security things that have just come out yeah. with, the, with all the Apple services. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the, yeah, let, let's do my Apple Pay on my insecure uh, device. Yeah, that's, this is true. So they got well, they got something like 800 million credit card numbers apparently, and they've just had that uh, that celebrity porn hacking scandal. I know, Craig, you actually sent me the photos. Um, of all do this. not lie. <laughs> don't, don't sell me down the river. How like many that. people, you know people so are going to click the yes button? Yeah. When they say, do you want us to store your credit card in yeah. iCloud now? Well, I think <laughs> if you spoke to Jennifer Lawrence, she'd probably say uh, no. But, you know, listen, I think these things – listen, there's a bigger issue here. Apple is really shit at web software services. They don't do software services well. iTunes sucks. Um, yeah. Agreed. Oh, God, agreed. Yeah, So and they just got – so they have such a beautiful devices and beautiful UX, and then their services, their software services like iTunes and all that stuff – really sucks. So, you know, clearly someone's not paying attention to that. Um, but, uh, you know, I, it's hard to blame Apple. This could have happened to anyone. You you think about it. Um, it could have actually happened to anyone. The, these celebrities well, were there well, using does, a cloud it, service. It, it happens to everyone. That's yeah, the whole thing. I mean, what was it? Time, I mean, so. Google announced this morning, Gmail, 5 million passwords yeah, right. gone. Yeah. Notification, please change your password. You know, you accidentally sent me that dick pic, which you shouldn't have, and now look, I'm going to go yeah, put it, it on the Yeah, but it was It was one. Yeah, oh, it was, was one me. of mine. So oh. it's, it's fine. It's I was wondering why there was a magnifying. You should have known. You shouldn't. You shouldn't have. You shouldn't have known I wasn't that shy. Oh, I didn't. That's crap true. Good Actually, and I have seen yours in real life, so therefore I should have known that that was someone else's. Yeah, you what, are right. What, what, what happens in the ski resort of Italy stays in the ski resort of Italy. Yes, definitely. I should probably shut up at this point because you know here here I am bashing Apple, and I've got like an iPhone in my hand and an iPad at home and in my that I love, and yeah. thanks to Tanya for actually turning me on to Apple products. Well, and thanks to Craig. You, you for couldn't have just said me. you could have dropped the Apple yeah, products better at the end of that. Um, <laughs> the, I want to talk, Chloe. I want to talk about the, that that security stuff, but I'm, I want to yeah. talk about it because you're you're a proper geek, right? So I I don't, I don't even want to talk to you about that kind of stuff. I'm but, a good looking geek, I but guess. 100. percent But from a from a from a, a human behavior perspective, right? In in South Africa, and Justin Justin speaks to this being being the, the big digital guy. Um, we, we're still trying to convince people to, to shop online. It's, it's, it's a relatively, uh, Old immature. No, 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 no. Just, just people in general, right? Really? Um, like it, it's, it's, you know, the e-commerce, we've got to get there. There's still a lot of fear, uncertainty, doubt, um, around, around committing purchases in the online space, right? What I'm noticing though is that, is that you've got these people that, that are unsure that still have to take that leap. You've got people who are comfortable with it. And then I feel like I'm going to the space where I know that everything is insecure, but I don't care. Like, mm. my is your bank, money secure in your wallet? Well, my someone no. can mug you. Exactly. Are your checks secure? It's exactly. easier to to fake a check than it is to mm. steal your credit card. Yeah, America's I mean, the only country that still smart. uses checks. You have to be a yeah, geek. Only I know, I know, it's true, and it's oh, it pisses me off so much when I see it. Land but, of the free, bud. I know. Home of the brave. We'll do it won't. But um, no, like. <laughs> That was takes nothing. <laughs> yeah, kind of. But you know, you, you see, you, it takes a smart guy to hack into the electronic payment systems, which is fine because if you're smart, you're going to steal more, or you, rather, you're going to steal less. But that doesn't mean that that it's not going to happen. No matter what kind of mm-hmm. payment system we have, whether it's cash or online, deli- you know, the, the the electronic in South Africa actually has a better online payment or electronic payment system than the United States does. Of course it does. Hands down. Like, I wish they had this back when I lived there. And it doesn't matter now. Simple functions like EFTs. Yeah, we can't do EFTs to personal. That is so crazy. Why not? Why can't I just send send you some money? You guys have got another interesting thing that that if you phone me, I pay for the call. I've never heard. Oh, there's no, there's no call me thing. Yeah, like you send somebody an SMS, but that costs money to send the SMS. So there's no... There's a lot of things that South Africa is really ahead, and mm-hmm. this payment thing. All the that was, I think, the first thing. The first week I was here, when, when Tanya can back me up on this, when we went to a restaurant, and I was 
impressed how efficient the electronic payment systems were just in the restaurants. Like, yeah. Everybody yeah. has the wireless card machines. Hey, you just don't see that. Yeah, right. but I, I think it's also because credit card fraud is more prevalent here than there. Well, yeah, fraud drives the you know drives innovation. The, the innovation yeah. of the technology for sure. Um, and I was talking to my father, who's a banker, and he's he's just like, there's so many billions of dollars of U.S. dollars spent on fraud in the U.S., but people on, don't on committing care. fraud. Or? No, 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 on on, on, on protecting and oh, okay. pre- preventing. Fraud preventing. Not, not, <laughs> no, not actually not preventing on fixing. Okay. The the fraud that happens, but people they don't care because they they. They'd rather have the freedom to do whatever they want, but they really don't have that freedom, and they just don't know it. Yeah, but I mean, so I, I, I've got, I go even further because I'm, I'm, I'm less interested about who's storing my credit card. I'm more interested about my contract with the bank, and my contract with the bank states that that I'm indemnified against credit card fraud. So, so technically, it's their problem. They're stealing the bank's money because I see a transaction yeah. go through, mm-hmm. which I saw a couple months ago for something in New York, and I just went. Hey guys, this is not my, I mean, I just phoned straight away. It was at, we were at that, at, at a bachelor's together and I just walked on my phone, got the notification. I walked, phoned the bank and I said, Hey guys, I just got an in-contact SMS now. It's fraudulent. I'm not in New York. I'm in mm-hmm. South Africa. And they just, they were like, Oh yeah. Okay. Cool. Like you fill out a quick form and they reverse it. But you know how so much cheaper problem. that is, how much more inexpensive that is for the bank to, to create a system like that, that, that prevents fraud from happening rather than pay for the after effects of it. It, it just makes a lot more sense. To innovate like that. And for some reason, um, and we, we've had long discussions about this at home, but like the U.S. just hasn't done it and South Africa has. So. Cool. So, so guys, um, I, I want to, uh, enough, enough with Apple. Like, like it's, 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 we're done with it. You're either going to buy one or you're not. And, um, you get, and when the watch comes out, I think we'll, we'll have another show and talk about that. But I want to talk about astrophotography. Uh-huh. Okay. Ooh. Which is, which is what you guys are here. Um, so, so, so Tanya on, in the online world, you're known as Astro Tanya. And Corey, you're known as Astro Tanya's husband. Right. I am, well, I'm actually the husband, you're, cook, and Astro, Astro Butler. Butler. At, yeah, yeah. You, you carry all the, the heavy kit around, right? Yeah. yeah. But you're, you're, yeah, a, you're Astro Shake. Yes, the Astro Shake. Like S-H-A-K-E, not the... Yeah, like, like, the sh- like Milkshake, but Astro Shake. Okay, Astro Shake. Yeah. Um, Astro, Astro Tanya and with Tanya a with a J. Tanya with a J because mm-hmm. you're German, right? So we've got Australians, Americans, and Germans on the show. It's a good show today. Um, guys, um, so, so, so I've, I've known you for a while. Your, your astrophotography is incredible, guys. It, like, if you, if you haven't gone online yet, check it out. Go check out the guys, the guys photography. Um, specifically on Flickr, I think you're going to get the best experience for, for the type of, type of shots that you guys take. Um, but I want to, I want to chat to you guys about, like, give me an intro, like, how you guys got into it. I know you met online yeah. and subsequently got married. Um, not because online. Not, not online. <laughs> you got married at a court, but you got well, married. Well, actually in the dining room. We in didn't the, get married. Oh, did you? Did you not go? Did you no, just stay in the dining room? Yeah. No, we didn't need he, to go to he court. He came to us. Oh, wow. Well, okay. It's just an easy peasy these days, eh? Um, okay, but, but you met through astrophotography, et cetera, but, mm-hmm. but like, how did, how did you guys get into it? You're both geeks. What is yeah. the appeal? What is the link between geekery and, and astrophotography? Well, okay. For me, it, it was a start. I started off in graphic design and that's what I studied. Um, that's, that's how I started my business. And, and now being in publishing, I mean, way back, I used to do layout and design. So art's always been a big part of my life. I also went to art school. Um, and then couple that with astronomy. I've always been a big Star Wars fan since I was a little girl. Uh, my dad, uh, had a Dobsonian, that's a telescope. Um, and we just, you know, some nights in the cold spend stargazing and, when you actually see like Saturn's rings for the first time and you get amazed at what's out there and what's in space, um, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, it's mind blowing. And just growing up with that and the connection of art, um, I think shortly after I turned 30, it was after the birth of my daughter, who's now three, I realized, you know, I can't just work and be a workaholic the whole time and I want to be a mom and I, I, this is a hobby I love and I love these beautiful photos. How can I achieve that? And that's how I got into it. I thought I'm going to make an investment. I bought a good telescope and, you know, seeing what other people have achieved and like if, if, if the guy down the road, okay, well, not down the road, but if, if, if that guy could do it, so could I. And that's how I started. You're only a little bit competitive as well. Yeah, that too. That's how, exactly how we met, actually. <laughs> That's how we she met. saw a video that I made with my camera and the night sky and nice. myself, and she contacted me on Twitter <gasps> because she was pissed at me because I thought of the idea before yeah. she did. I remember watching that video, and I thought, that is brilliant. That's amazing. Why didn't I think of that? And then, uh, yeah, then I contacted him to get some of his settings and talk about what he did, and then checked up his work and what he's been doing in Astro, and he was pretty good, you know. 
Like, not, um, not as good as you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but <laughs> and Corey, a, a, a Linux developer in the agriculture sector in uh, in Ohio. Ohio? D- yeah, you, you're writing oh, software. Iowa. 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 Oh, Iowa. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's, it's the same place, Everybody basically. It's so um, spelt. Yeah. It's, <laughs> but anyway, so, so Iowa, I'm sorry. So you, 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 you write Linux software that controls big tractors and how they make decisions mowing grass. Um, and <laughs> don't, don't, don't correct me. It you're, is you're, right. You're completely correct. Do not, thank you. Uh, replace grass with corn, corn. Uh, big tractors, uh, driving with GPS. Um, and yeah, that's exactly what I do. And, and you basically just say, if this turn left, if this turn right. Yeah. And the scary thing is if there's a child in the field, it doesn't know. Well, extra points. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> don't really know how to respond to that. It's right? like, it's like Skynet, man. Yeah. We're, we're creating Skynet slowly. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah, it is. Okay, I don't want to talk about that at all, because it is super boring. (laughs) And the fact that you can do it from South Africa means it's also pretty easy. So so I don't want to talk about it. How did you get into the astrophotography side? I went to space camp when I was a kid. Did you? Yeah. Is is space camp a thing? Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a joke. No, dude. It's a movie. But it wasn't. I didn't go to NASA space camp. Uh, okay. I went to. I went to a different space camp. You it went was, to the. And we, uh, we made model rockets and and looked at um, astronomy things. And you, you went know, to the Iowa stuff. version. Yeah, the Iowa version. So the, the rockets were made down. of corn yeah, cobs. Scaled down. And uh, <laughs> we ride around on on the backs of pigs. You know, no. It was um, no. It was basically like I've been a geek my whole life. Uh, just interested in technology and science and so. I like the pretty pictures, but the science is what really like opens my eyes and like, my pupils dilate and everything. So I really like that. But um, the reason that I got into astrophotography specifically is because right around the time that she did, I got a telescope and I started spending hours and hours and hours in the in the in the night, not sleeping instead of just looking through this little fucking eyepiece that was. It was really cool to have these things, and then I realized that I could hook a camera up to it, and not just the camera, but. In order to do that, you have to hook it up to a computer, which really like got and, me excited. Yeah, the geek and I'm just yeah, the geek just kind of went crazy. And the other thing is, I like to build shit, you know. So I, I was like, okay, now I can build this thing to make my telescope track the stars. Yeah, I could buy it, but why buy when you can build? And so like the whole DIY, this is a very DIY homebrew kind of hobby, and and it requires a lot of a lot of work and a lot of failure in order to get it right. So when you do get something right, when you do get a good photo, it's this huge success. It's like it's like doing a line of coke. I mean, you're just like, holy shit! I just got this photo. I'll take your word for that. <laughs> <laughs> I just got this amazing photo. You know, and like actually, I've never done coke, so I have no idea if it's like doing coke. But I assume that's what cocaine is like. Okay, great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no comment from the, from the floor. <laughs> no, so basically it's just this huge success that, that, that Tanya and I have both been able to do. And then together we're like, I feel like we're like this astro powerhouse. But, so, you know. I, I, want, I want to put that because, I mean, I, having, having chatted to you guys a fair bit, I'm, I'm amazed at, at the amount of, exactly like you're describing, the amount of effort and, and uh, that goes into Goes into taking photos, right? Yeah. Aside from aside from the the amount of cash that goes into it, yeah. like the that the the money hole, right? But the amount of time. So he, here's the thing: when someone sees a deep space photo of a nebula or a galaxy, some, a galaxy, galaxy yeah. or a constellation, not so much a constellation, <laughs> not so, not a constellation. Uh, so, so it's just a grouping of stars. Okay, cool. So 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 we'll go with nebula because that was the one I, yeah. I remembered. Sounds um, like a Russian sexual position. <laughs> well, we're still working on that. <laughs> That's potentially, if you look at it in, upside down, you could potentially make that out. Um, <laughs> when I see one photo, either one of you, mm-hmm. what goes into that photo? Because I just of hours. Okay, so it's time. How many hours? Like, like the photo itself is, let's say, three to four hours. But of that what? is that is just actually photographing the object. Taking, taking that is, the yeah, photo. Taking the photo. Then, I mean, before that, you can look at at least one to two hours of setting up. If you don't have a observatory or, or, or a kind of a place that sets up all the time. Um, if you aren't Dr. Evil, then you have to set <laughs> yeah, yes. I'm working on that too. <laughs> um, then, I mean, obviously, if you want to get it done right, you're looking at countless hours of... of just trying and testing and researching and, 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 and even the technical side of setting up, setting up is not easy. So you have at least had, I don't know, like a couple of months before that where you've set up and you failed. So other than just the actual time that it took to take the photo, the three to four hours, you're looking at, I think, weeks of work before that. Yeah, well, for example, last week um, I had the telescope out and, and the cameras and everything, and I was out probably 
three hours a night for three or four nights, and I didn't, taste, I didn't take no, a single photo. No photo. That was just to test and the gear to get it, just get it tweaked, yeah. <laughs> to get it written down, you know, and and to make sure that it was going to work for when we actually do want to take photos. Yeah. See, this I, is when obsession I would end myself. Yeah, I was about to say, like, yeah. this doesn't sound like a healthy thing. Well, right? It's not, no. No, mm. but but you know what? If you're passionate about something and and you start dabbling in it and you get okay results and you see, and, and this is, both of us are very competitive, um, and you see, hang on, but that guy with not greater gear, he's he's getting better photos. Why? Because he's putting more time in. Um and I mean that's that's basically what both of us are now because we're together and 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 so time's actually halved because we can both solve problems in the same time. Um, but you know, in saying that, it might sound like it's such a difficult thing to get into, and it's not. It's actually so easy. And um, our, entry- our expectations of ourselves are just yes. so astronomically high. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like just because of the time Brady that we just walked yeah. out of the studio, <laughs> he's like, "I'm done yeah. with you guys." Well, we just we just like if it's not a perfect photo, if it's not a perfect, if it, the processing isn't right, we'll spend more hours to get it right. Like there's photos that we have just in our in the trash bin on the computer that we don't even want to show that, people that because a lot we're of not people proud would love and be proud of to yeah. take that are, that are better than many beginners. So okay, so back to the photo. We've mm-hmm. got a couple months of trial and error. Mm-hmm. We've got a couple hours of prep and setup. Mm-hmm. We've got three hours of actual Actually shooting. Actually taking the photo. Okay, yeah. how many photos? Okay, so... Um, I, I, up I'm, to 60? I've got one 60, that was like yeah. 66 photos. So me. so the the principle and how, how deep space photography works is that the light is so faint and it comes from so far that your... And, and, and we use DSLR, um, so you can shoot with your normal Canon or Nikon or whatever, um, just attached to a telescope, but you have to let that shutter be open for... Uh, I mean, our, our photos range five, from... Five from, minutes. You know, any, awesome. Anyway, two two minutes to five minutes, um, and that's just one photo. So you shut it. So so we yeah. do. Um, our, our telescopes track that object across the sky, so your your field of view looks the same in every single photo. And obviously, there's a lot of technical things that go in behind, you know, the Earth's rotation and your and your telescope tracking. But so one photo is like, yeah, let's say let's say five minutes. Then you want to maximize the light you capture because it's so dim and so faint that you take more and you take another one and you take another one and this is called signal the light in, in, that's coming from those stars or the objects that's the signal now the more photos you have and you layer them on top of each other it's like stacking a stacking process it 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 averages out all the noise that you have and it increases it boosts the signal so, so like the more example, photos you have the you, you more take a photo detail. like a, like a long exposure or even a short exposure photo like a low light photo and you set your your iso setting up to like 3200 which if anybody has a dslr out there they're going to understand what that means if you don't look it up it's easy google it but um it looks grainy like it looks really grainy and that's the thing is even at even at yeah and that's noise and even at a lower iso when you're when you're when your shutter is open for that long you're going to get noise even at a lower iso so the only way to average that out is to take multiple photos and stack them on top of each other and average all the pixels out so that the noise goes away and the signal, signal the actual light is there, is left. But that's not even all because there's things called calibration frames where this you just cover side. up the... Yeah, yeah, this is the yeah, technical yeah, this side. Is, Corey's, Corey's getting excited. No, this yeah. is the... Uh, I'm rubbing okay, my but, 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 like, tell us. I mean, let's... Yeah, no, I'm, just, I'm, just I'm I'll, go, I'll go quick. Yeah, it's just these things called... Quick. called well, these things called dark <laughs> frames where you, you just cover up, you cover up the end of the telescope and you take the same number of photos, but they're just black. There's no light not, yeah. because you need to average out and remove these the, the the signal the electronic artifacts that are left over from long exposure photography. But then there's more. Then there's things called bias frames that you need to take like a hundred of these shots, but they're short exposures, so you, that's easy. Then you re- reduce those. And there's something called flat frames that you take out, and you need to take about thirty or forty of those. So like, you know, you're asking how many photos is the one photo? It's sixty six light, light frames photo. of signal. You can say it's probably like two hundred and forty at the end. Mm. Total photos. Total photos. Okay, and then and then you stack them. Then you stack them and you reduce them. You actually reduce reduction because you're removing the noise. So you're removing stuff out of the out of the image that isn't the real. Crappy looking stuff. Yeah, the oh. crappy looking stuff that's not real. You only want the good stuff. Cool. So that's what we do. Tanya, is it not easy? You're a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. Is it not easy to just <laughs> just paint something that's not <laughs> just there? paint something? Okay, sure. See, do you want it to be fake or you yes, want it to be okay. real? That's the difference. So, so I want the, it to look good. See, the thing is, in I'll in, draw you a picture of a galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> in in, in a picture in, of my anus. <laughs> 
or your Uranus. Waiting for that one. Um, I hear Uranus is full of gas. Mm. Yeah, Andy. <laughs> Actually, true too. Okay. Ah. Um, okay. So in um, in a lot of the astronomy and, and astrophotography circles, like it, it, it's quite a tight community. The the people that do good work, and even though they're not famous for it, or you know, it's 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 a community. We all know each other. If if you want, and let's not lie, everyone wants some recognition for the good work they do, especially the hours and hours we put in. But um, you can't just fake something because everyone will know it's fake. You can't just make it, it like we should know. Should we talk about Iraq? Oh, dude. I was about, about to say, I, I know how to get around this, yeah. right? Like I, I know. What you do is you go onto someone's Flickr page. Yeah. You download their image. Yes. You use you a graphical it. package to take out their watermark. Yeah. You repost it online. You change the saturation levels, maybe. Sure. Or take out a galaxy in that's the background. The that's not some guy. Know? Some guy in Iraq stole our photo. Don't be too American, okay? No, no, just, no. I don't. Yeah. I have nothing. Just keeping against you the in Iraqi check, people. yeah. Okay. I've got no, but nothing against the Iraqi people. This one guy, though, he's a fucking okay. asshole. Okay? okay. And so what he did was he took our photos, a bunch of them, both of ours, and he actually he modified them and took out our watermarks mm-hmm. so that. And then claimed them as his own. But not only that, he reprocessed them, changed some of the the colors and everything. But he actually took out stars, and took out a galaxy, took out a a galaxy, of galaxy one of them. to. So, so, so it's not even that, real. Is that not now his own piece of art? No. <laughs> well, that's funny because then he put his own his own watermark on it, and then talked about how he took the photo. So that's dodgy. I yeah. get, I get, I get the misrepresentation. And then he accused us of stealing his photos, yeah, yeah, which was course. hilarious. Except that you can't take those photos from the Northern Hemisphere, which was hilarious. And I even yeah. called him on that. <laughs> but And I won't get into the religious things that were said to me on Facebook. Yeah, let's not. Yeah, I'm not going to. But um, it was it was uh, really hilarious so, because there's absolutely no way he could see the objects that he was photographing from the Southern Northern Hemisphere. hemisphere. Okay, cool. Yeah. But so I want Spratty to jump in here because Spratty, like you know, you, you've got a, you've got a lot of experience in the digital space, and and we see this a lot, right? Like appropriation mm. of digital goods, like and and it's a copyright issue, but copyright mm. is super blurry online, right? Mm. Yeah, geez, I've had this conversation with a few uh, smarter people than me, and I don't think we had a conclusion. You know. Um, you know, Picasso, I think, said steal like an artist or, or something like that. I, it's shoulders of giant stuff. People. Yeah, steal with your eyes. You're not, yeah, you're not, to say you're creating very unique or, or unique, um, art is, is a bit of a bold statement. So there's always some kind of appropriation of artistic and creative stuff. We see it all the time, especially in our, um, in our industry. Uh, the question then is, well, at what point does it become yours? And so that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the gray area. I don't have an answer. I mean, is it 10 hours? Is it 10,000 hours yeah. in, in one piece? Is it you've got a different take on it? I mean, Warhol, his most famous pieces were essentially commercial pieces, pieces that were adv- adverts that he then re- reproed and, and uh, put onto big canvases and splash paint on. Now, and he made a lot of money. Who, whose art's that? You know, so my personal view, I think we need to be less um dogmatic about what's ours not saying you guys are wrong but mm-hmm. less dogmatic about oh, what's no, ours oh no if th- that's the thing if people want to use our photos mm. we'll give them our photos mm-hmm. but he he what he said is he basically yeah, took they... our photo mm. and then said he sure. said he so, did what okay, we but, did but he clearly misrepresented right yes. i want yeah. like, that that's an obvious one yeah. right? i want to talk about the, the less yeah. obvious um and I, I i'm not i'm not big on flickr you guys are big on flickr but but from an instagram perspective mm-hmm. if yeah, and and let's bring in Instagram, Twitter, Flickr, no, all right? the social media. If, if Have I you guys write... seen that uh, Instagram handle at South Africa? Yeah, you yeah. got to go follow that. It's go amazing. It's really the guy that runs that. He's a pretty cool dude. He's, he's amazing. Yeah. And um, cool. actually, quite a few photos of us were featured. I believe oh, so. Essay, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, but I gave you guys credit, right? So, yeah. so that's okay. But, um, but, <laughs> but if, if we look across those, right? So so here's the deal. Someone makes a a, a stupid cartoon, okay? Posts it to Nine Gag, and then. 600 million other people posted onto their Facebook mm-hmm. pages and no one well. cries foul, right? No. Because, like, of course, that's what the internet is for. Someone posts a cat picture online and that gets picked up and shared and, and, and people well, add ladies. text to it and people ladies. add text to it and it becomes like catty pictures. And you post a video of yourself getting hit in the face by a, a signboard or something and, and someone will take that and use it in fail video compilations and so on and so forth. And no one cries foul around copyright. Um, 
except you take an image and it's very specific to photographers. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's because photographers are, are dicks, but That's true. We are, but it's very specific to photography on Inst, like on Twitter. If, if you mm. post something that's hilarious, um, I wait a few days and I just repost it as though it's my own. Like I'm not even a retweet. I just post it. People are like, oh, you know, even if they know they're just going to sigh and carry on on Instagram, people start petitions. They start like, you know, they, they start rallying all their friends yeah, to go, thing, yeah. go and block this user. He's posting, posting without, yeah. blah, 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 without because it's a, it. because it's a picture. Now, now, what is it about taking a photo that 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 the photographer believes entitles them to a greater sense of creation? Because yeah. you haven't, you've stolen an image and captured it. It's a capture, yeah. not a create. painting. You didn't create yeah. anything. Yeah, I think the difference is the work that goes into the photos is a, a good photo is very unappreciated by. So it's okay to steal bad photos. Yeah, you can steal the bad photos because those in the seriously the people. No, I'm just kidding. The, no, I was no. being seriously, seriously. But no, so like say on Instagram, um, people only get up in arms if someone claims that something is theirs. Like I took this photo. No, actually, you didn't. Yeah, because then the guy that took it or just be like, posting it without credit. That's to See, me. That's that's, that's, that's a, a gray, gray area. area. I wouldn't really? care. I, if somebody took our photos and just posted them without giving us credit, and that's they, okay as long as they don't give someone else yeah. credit. So I, I mean, because I had a weird one because I posted a, a photo of my son Cooper in, yeah. in wearing one of my oh, suits, yeah. right? Um, yeah. And it was called baby hash babysuiting. Now, the moment I posted online, the moment I used the hashtag babysuiting, I know that I've contributed this photo to the world, right? What I don't want to see is I don't want to see it being used in a commercial sense. Right. Like I don't want someone taking that photo and, and, and somebody makes money off and it. making money off it, right? Yeah. Um, but it was weird. So someone reposted it. We'll talk about your stolen photos now, Tanya. But but someone <laughs> someone took the photo of Cooper, reposted it. They didn't give me credit because they just took it straight off the off the hashtag stream, and they didn't say like, "Oh, this is my kid" or something. But they just put it. But there. they just posted it like a ha 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 whatever. And, and how did you feel? I, they felt like they stolen my son. Exactly. I was like, this is my, this is my this is your creation. Not only did I make the photo, yeah. I made, made the person. The hours of feeding to get him to grow to that perfect and the, size. The level of that the suit. You know how difficult it was to get him into a suit? <laughs> you don't just get to take that photo and, and, and you, but what happens is, yeah. is that that person is racking up all these likes. Now it's not likes that I would have gotten. And I really, I genuinely don't care. I, well, actually, I do. <laughs> apparently, I'm, apparently, I do care. <laughs> you but, do care. Yeah, but, but like, you know what? Like you're getting credit for having done something that you didn't do. Yes, exactly. Okay, and that's exactly. my issue. But now you guys were at the outdoor expo the other day. Oh yeah, the the getaway, the getaway show, show at the, yeah, at the dome. And um, because you know what? Just a bit of background, because we are adventure photographers. So other than taking like deep sky stuff, Corey and I travel around a lot, and um, we take photos like we 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 hiked up to the Drakensberg. We'll go to Sutherland. We'll yeah, specifically this specifically this, specific this photo. photo. We we, we Basically went and drove a good distance and then hiked and hiked worked the amphitheater. a very long, di- well, long distance to us um, and and stayed overnight 10 meters from the edge of the amphitheater near, um, near the Tugela Falls. Holes. So at the top of the yeah. Drakensberg. And we, we camped there overnight and our water bottles literally froze in the inside the tent because it was so cold. Um, and we didn't sleep because we heard baboons and and I thought there were zombies, jackals, and, yeah. and we had weird shit going but, through our heads. But well, we did all this. If, I mean, if there were zombies, that's exactly where they would be. <laughs> oh yeah, minus yeah. forty on the top of the amphitheater. Exactly. <laughs> but but anyway, the the thing is, we did that to capture a certain photo, and it's something like and and, and it was a photo that Corey wanted to capture. Yeah, it was a specific, um, a specific photo that look I wanted to get. With with a tent. Was there tension between the two of you in, no. the, in the marriage? Over who took the better photo? No, not tension because no. I thought hers was better and she thought mine was better, so it was okay, actually cool. more like anyway, more love. Anyway, moving on, yeah. Um, <laughs> so what happened? Anyway, so I mean, setting up at night and it's freezing cold, and we've got this beautiful orange little tent that we bought, and the Milky Way is overhead, and we're freezing and we're taking photos, and we're very proud of the work we did, and it's but it's also an adventure. Um, and, we were ten meters from the edge yeah. of the amphitheater. It's a one k drop. But anyway, we died. It so, was amazing. so we both took great photos. <laughs> we uh, we posted them on Flickr. Um, like mine got explored, but anyway, yeah, um, <laughs> that's where the tension comes in. What yeah. does explored mean? It, 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 Let's it get everyone in the loop. Like like Flickr's pick of the day. So a lot of photographers com- um, contribute to Flickr, and they've got uh, a, well, 
It's like, it's like the main popular running yes. feed of it's photos. It's like the Instagram popular page. Yeah, or, or yeah. Or yeah. So, like, so every day like they get updated with, whatever, yeah. yeah, I mean, how many? About maybe a hundred or whatever. No but worldwide get featured. So you obviously get a lot of views on your so image. You were famous. Yes, right? I was famous for that day. Um, anyway, so, but, uh, because we do a lot of adventuring, we thought the getaway show would be an awesome, you know, place to check out new stuff and like, you know. Look at, look at tents and, no, and walk tents. around. Yeah. 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 So as we're walking, all of a sudden, we just both stop and stare at this beautiful, let's, it was about a four, four meter by two meter, yeah. a beautiful print of a tent on the top of the amphitheater with it's a Milky, Milky Way. Way. We're like, that with looks some a lot advertising like on it. With, yes, with some advertising and beautiful, the, the, the slogan on it, Spirit of Adventure. Yeah. Cool. So, so have they paid you yet? Uh, they uh, actually no. never contacted us um, to even ask if they could use. Well, okay. I know they well, didn't the, contact you to use the photo. Yeah. They basically just appropriated it, right? Right. Yeah. But you yeah. contacted them. You said, yes. "Hey, guys, this is our image." Yes. Yeah. Will you well, pay for the it? Th- the, th- the thing that well, I wouldn't even have been so mad about is they cut off the signature. I had a signature on the bottom <sighs> of it. Yeah, and but they you even cut that. But you're a nice well, of guy. They did. You're from America. No, I'm South African. I get aggro. I'm from I'm from Joburg. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's I don't. I don't. I don't have that. I just went like, oh, just give me credit. That's okay. No. And she's like, no, give me some fucking no, money. No, they they are <laughs> yeah. selling. Pay they, me. they are selling tents because people see that photo and they think it's awesome. I wanna that that is. Was it even adventure. one of their tents? No. 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 It's even it's more just embarrassing. Tent. Who? Because seeing as they haven't paid you, mm-hmm. who was it? Oh, okay. It was ca- uh, canvas, canvas and tent. tent. Yeah, canvas yeah. and tent. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're still, we're well, still in talks still with them, you know, so we're hoping they do give us Listen, a, a I told them that they love to sell tents. We love to take photos. Pass for the photo and you can use it. So I'm going to I'm gonna bring Spratty in here as the impartial party because I was completely wrong on this, right? But I said to Tanya, send them email with an invoice attached going, hey, guys, we're glad you love our photo. Here's the invoice. Banking details attached. Um, you got 24 hours and then I'll send the lawyers later, right? Um, how much do you think the worst case scenario penalty payment would be that these guys would have to pay Tanya for having stolen her image and printed it on their advertising in Rand? Well, it'd have to be some kind of, uh, work, uh, you know, some kind of math, but, um, so how many, where was it printed? What is the, what is the average day rate or night rate? Travel costs included. Where are they going to use it? How many publications? I'm trying to sound smart. Just give me no, the number. No, well, I, I wouldn't know. I don't even <laughs> yeah. know where it was published. What, what was the platform? Uh, what was the media platform? I oh, know it was is it outdoor it, advertising exhibition uh, stand. So, so this will be their stand moving. Yeah, a banner, but a, a banner. huge banner. Okay. Um, moving forward, all the expos, yeah. they'll obviously use the stand. Yeah, listen, if you were to commission that, you, that could cost you up to 150,000 bucks to commission a photographer to go to where, if I'm listening to the I'm story, I'm in the wrong right, line of business. <laughs> no, well, yeah. if it's, if it's a proper shoot, yeah. advertising shoot, yeah. you've commissioned a, a top photographer, which Craig assures me you guys are. Yeah, it's, it's one no, of the best photos I have no you'd ever clue. Seen. And then you have to pay travel costs. You'd have to pay yeah. insurance, rain insurance, all of that kind of stuff. It could get up to about 150,000 yeah. rand. Then, uh, and then you would sign over all the rights to the photo though. Yeah, all the rights. Right. right. Okay. So, 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 cause I, I had this fight with Tanya. What do you think the pen, what do you think that if Tanya sent them an invoice, what do you think the most she could actually claim for was? You mean in a court of law? No, in, in like a, in like a matey, in like mm. a, before it goes to court. Oh, okay. In yeah. like a, hey, listen, you screwed us over. Here's an invoice. Well, I'd send them the invoice of 150k and then start the negotiation there. But if you wanted to be oh, reasonable, yeah. if you wanted to be reasonable, you're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong by a factor of my math's really bad. Hundred, <laughs> <laughs> one and a half grand. Yeah, one thousand five hundred grand. You know, it seems far well, too cheap. Well, okay, no, no, no. Yes, this it, is what I said. Yeah, it's ridiculously listen, okay. cheap. Um, I would average out at three and a half grand, start at three and a half grand, but they do not get exclusive usage no, no, rights. No, 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 That's no, no, the thing. No. They, they get a if usage. The photo's as good as you say it is, and the you went to all that. photo's incredible. Thing, and but you guys are. Do you know how many good caliber. photographers there are? Yeah, but I know how what we pay for a professional shoot for a big brand. So they're using it for a brand. Um, no, you're wrong. <laughs> You've been too cheap. Um, but that's, the, that's what I thought. Yeah. But, and if, and if, yeah. but, but if, even if it's closer to where Tanya is, I think that's a disgrace. But it's from yeah. a, from a creation perspective, from a, like, I, and I know that, like, and you justified it earlier by saying, like, you did it because of the adventure. So you got mm-hmm. the adventure out we of got it. The adventure. It wasn't someone yeah. going, hey, listen, get in your car and drive to the Jockensburg, go take me a photo. And you're like, oh man, I'd rather be at, I'd rather be at a rugby game, right? 
you you got the adventure out of it, but I still can't. Even if Tanya's a little bit right in the one and a half thousand rand, I think that's a, it's a disgrace for an for that for that piece of art for that for that piece of creation. Yeah, I Listen. mean, like I said, if it's the journey you told me about and you guys are the caliber that Craig tells me, um, and it's used in advertising for brand, yeah, that's it's it's a bit of a no-brainer to me. But um, yeah. <laughs> But then, you know, in my, in my model, you'd be licensing, you'd be handing over the rights to the photo yeah. to them. If you want to keep the rights, then you're probably, you're probably looking at about a third or a quarter yeah. of 150. You know, it, unless we're commissioned to do something, then, um, you know, all rights remain with us and we share our photos. And, and, and this is the one thing about astrophotography and sharing, and we share for free with societies and, and do talks. It's, to get people interested and inspired to mm. take these photos and to look up. But yes, somebody stole this for mm. marketing purposes. Um, like, come on, this is a little, little unknown company, mm. you know, in, I think Ladysmith or something. Like, we've got to be realistic. I want them to own up to it, mm. pay for the usage and fine, you pay for the once off usage and, and, Personally, and we I, want the banner. I would, I would love, I would love for them to use my photo and it wouldn't even cost them a lot. Like, like your, your, your large mm. amount. I wouldn't charge them that. Mm. I would just say, this is how much it's going to cost for me to go there if you want me to go to, you know, some other area of the country. That'd be great because it's, for us right That's now, it. at least, it's about the adventure. It's about mm. that thing. Um, and, it, and if it's a science, if it's a science thing, they can have their photos, for, our photos for free. And we do that all the time. So that's the difference. Cool. So I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to do a quick, uh, run through of the pick of the week. The, um, I know, like, Spratty, listen, I know you, you, I know you, I gave you like eight minutes notice to be on the show. You were turning tricks at, on the corner of Ravonia here and I just pulled you in. So you can go last, but you're also, you're also one of the smartest guys I know. So it shouldn't take you that long to come up with a pick of the week. Um, I'll start with my pick of the week, which is, um, it, it's, it's an app, which is cheating, but whatever. Um, it's called Slack. And, and when I first got it, I thought this was a, this was a cool app for being Slack with things. Um, but, but the, our, our management team at Cerebra use it. And it's pretty much, uh, it's a, it's a chat app. It's awesome. It's, um, it's basically like a, it's similar to doing WhatsApp groups, et cetera, but you can structure different, different groups, um, multiple conversations, multiple threads, multiple streams, that kind of thing. Um, I've only been using it for 24 hours and, and I'm, and, and I'm, it's already on the home screen of my phone, which is prime real estate. So you know how important it is already. Spratty's showing me he's got Slack, the exact same space, bud. One up from the, one up mm-hmm. left, one, oh. It's like Italy all over again. A hundred percent. Do you and I are made for each other, but we fit together. <laughs> um, so, so anyway, go, go over. If, if, if you are interested, we if you room. run a business, <laughs> we share more than a room, but, um, if you, if you run a business, then, um, and, and you want to, you want to, Find something other than other than a WhatsApp or a Telegraph to to have um, conversations and, and coordinate management stuff. Go check out the Slack app. Uh, Tanya, Corey, one of you guys. Did well, you have I any think picks? yeah, we've got we've got a shared one, and uh, Corey's actually got more experience. I've just been watching work with the app. Yeah, mine's <laughs> an app too, so maybe it's cheating. Yeah. No, let, no, I have no, no idea what cool. pick of the week is until you told me about it. Justin <laughs> thought pick of the week was a picture, picture. Yeah, so of... he sent me a dick pic. <laughs> And and I was like, no, but not a picture, a pic. Okay, so that's cool. So my, mine's, mine's an app called uh, Photo Pills, and it's one we use for our photography, where it's augmented reality, and it tells you based on the time and day and 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 location that you that you're at, and you want to shoot. It shows you where the Milky Way is going to lie, where the moon's going to be, where sunset, sunrise is going to be. So you can say, okay, um, next week at four. 30 p.m. the sun is going to be right through the hole on this cool tree that I can take a photo of. And so then you can go back there at that time. The sun's going to be there. You take your photo and then you go home. Yeah, it's That's perfect incredible. for planning your shoot. It's really yeah. rad, actually, because then you don't – it just makes it our lives a little easier. Cool. Okay, fantastic, guys. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Stuff Central on Cliff Central. Justin, Corey, Tanya, thank you very much uh, for joining thank us you. on the show. Um, and you guys will be back on Stuff Central next week.